0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a weekend edition of Locked on Flames. We are recapping day two of camp, and of course, some of Stutter's ball-busting comments here on Locked on Flames. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well hello everyone and welcome to or welcome back to Locked on Flames. As always I'm your host Jess Belmosto and thank you so much for joining me here. If you haven't already please make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and of course we're on YouTube as well. It's all free so make sure that you're connecting with us across all platforms. Like, subscribe, comment, answer the question of the day in the comments on YouTube and uh Let's jump right into this. Sutter said it himself. The Flames are in better shape physically than they were this time last year. And my favorite part of training camp is when they do those fitness tests, because I think it's just so um, obviously it's important for them to train. You know, they got to be up to par and in shape in order to play hockey. But I love when they name Uh, you know, the top three fittest flames. And this time it was uh, Dylan Dubé coming out on top. So you'll love to see it. But in in more important news, Andrew Manjupani looks to be closer to returning. He was listed as a non-participant in group one versus not being off the list. So it's great to see that he is coming back. But, um... Something that's interesting to note, um, Pospisil and uh, Milo should remain with NHLers while Pelletier and uh, Mackie are in the AHL group. Now this, again, these are things that you can't read too much into. I think it's important to just, you know, take this with a grain of salt because, again, it is only day two and so many things can happen uh, between then, now and whenever Sutter may decide to switch up the roster or the groups. But I think it's just, you know, important to get reacclimated or acclimated with your new, with your teammates, especially if you're coming in from the AHL and you are kind of uh, looking for the opportunity to break out in camp. You want to have a standout season and your standout session. So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's a double-edged sword if you look at it. Like, oh, well, they're not getting a chance to play with the NHLers, so they're obviously giving being given the short end of the stick. Or, you know, there's these two guys that, oh, they're being uh, overshadowed in the NHL group when it should be these people. And it's just, like, we don't know what Sutter is thinking. We don't know anything about him. Uh, Well, we do know things about him, but his method, we don't know the method to his madness at the moment. And that's okay because, again, it's only day two. They don't play hockey until Sunday night. And that is crazy to think about, that the Flames play hockey tomorrow night. And, of course, you know, it is preseason. Preseason is not any indication of what could happen. Uh, You're not, you don't get a trophy for winning preseason games. You don't, you know, you aren't dubbed a Stanley Cup champion. But it is, it's nice to see a lot of players kind of, you know, like I said, get reacclimated and find their way into the organization. Uh, I have absolutely been loving uh, Kadri and Sutter. I think that um, they're both in each other's ears and not in like a, you know, gossipy way. I don't think, but in more of a, Hey, like, what can I do kind of way? Or how do you want me to challenge my line mates? Because these two line mates that I have are on PTOs. What do you want me to do? It's kind of like when you're shadowing someone at work and your mentor or that person you're following around um, has you do certain tasks or has a certain agenda of you know what is expected and you know ways to switch it up a little bit so definitely interesting to look at that and uh i love to see it i think that you know kadri is a sutter guy and he's gonna fit very well in here and Uyghur, they're still working on the Uyghur extension um we, uh, salem uh Salem Valji sorry i my i don't have my contacts in my glasses are very not are clearly not strong enough Salem Valji uh asked about Uyghur and his extension and Uyghur said we're still trying so that's always a good note um you know i think it would just be silly to jump into a contract like they're called negotiations for a reason You never accept the first offer the same way you don't accept the first offer at the car dealership. So uh, that's kind of where we're at, I would say. And Daryl Sutter, like I said at the start of this episode, Sutter says the team's fitness and testing is significantly better than this time last year. And I'm going to talk about it later on in the episode, but I think, that this team knows that they have something to prove and that they're they're hungry. They are very hungry, and there's going to be a lot to look forward to with this team. But before we jump into more exciting news about Christina being a full participant in camp, let me tell you about Bet Online. Betonline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis articles on every game that you can find. As always, Online remains your continued source for all of your wagering information with live betting up to the minute score of every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports, games, and events, including MMA, M- MLB, boxing, and golf. Head on over to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, you know, training camp is one of those things where you have to kind of like take everything with a grain of salt. It is, nothing is set in stone. We don't know anything quite yet. And, I mean, we know certain things, right? We do. We know that Huberdeau will be on the first line. We know that uh, this the that Sonny Milano is more than likely making it out of uh, making the team out of camp and things like that. You know, like there's just there's always certain things, and I think it's important to remember that one of these things is uh, Chris Tanev suffering a significant injury last uh, season during the playoffs. He had a torn labrum. Which he suffered, uh, which occurred during the first round against the Dallas Stars. Expected timeline for this injury and the surgery uh, recovery is four to six months. Based on other athletes I've talked to and what I've got gathered from the internet, is that most of them didn't return until, you know, whether it was a contact sport or their day to day life, uh, they weren't really back up to par until like, five and a half months. So that's like mid-October, I guess, depending on when the surgery was. But I will take Chris Tanev in any way possible. And this is just training camp, you know, I think it's important to remember that this is not anything um, that you have to be super, super duper, you know, overly physical. And of course, you know, you want to be skating, you want to getting be getting those reps in but i don't see this as a negative i truly see this as part of his uh rehabilitation and part of just the journey through uh coming back and uh he talked to the media and said it's great to be back it's important to be in camp and participating if you miss camp you're behind the eight ball and it's tough to catch up Takes you long, takes longer than you think. And I think that's so true because no matter if you suffer an injury, you know, uh, in the playoffs or at the start of the season or at any point in the season and you're able to come back, you are playing catch up because your teammates have been skating all this time. They haven't taken time off to rest and recover. You have. And it's just like anything, you are going to be slow to start and to, you know, get the rust off and clean yourself up and, you know, perfect your game. There's, there's no physical way to do it um, any other way, unless you're being very unhealthy about it. And I don't think that that is something anyone wants, but he says he's still technically recovering, and uh, you know, just because he's a full participant doesn't mean that he's ready to go opening night. Uh, he says there's three weeks between camp and opening night, so he's taking it day by day, and he hopes to be there. But one thing that I do like, and I think is making a big difference, is him being paired with the new guy, Mackenzie Weaker. I like this. I think that It's just an obvious uh, solution here, or an obvious pairing, I guess. Because, you know, Chris Tanev is kind of like the captain of the blue line. He's been in the league a long time. He's a very skilled defenseman. And if the Flames still had Mark Giordano, there's not a doubt in my mind that Uyghur would be paired with him. It is about, you know getting this player acclimated and familiar and building chemistry with your teammates. It's important to have that chemistry and to have something that, you know, you feel comfortable so you can go out there and play. And I'm going to pull up an article right now uh, about the situation, the situation, (laughs) the pairings. Uh, The first couple of skates have uh okay, seen him with new arrival have seen him partnered with Mackenzie Wieger with plenty of buzz building around the duo. It's early, but if they do move forward as a pair in the regular season, it has all of the makings of being one of the league's best, which I think is very fair. Both are very talented defensemen, and quite honestly, I wouldn't want to be down in the corners with either of them but uh, he moves the puck well, skates well, obviously had a great year last year and I think he's going to bring a lot to our defense. Tanov said of Uyghur. that that's one of the biggest strengths. That's one of his biggest strengths. Being able to break the puck out and get them up, up to our skilled forwards. If if we play together, we will complement each other. It's still early in camp, which we've been saying. It is day 2, day 2, okay? we're not we're still early on it's still early in camp you get to know people get to know how they play and where they are in certain situations that comes with getting out there and playing together it's so like i could not imagine being asked to go out there and play with someone that i've never spoken to before I've never had a conversation with, like, you don't have, like, there's not a way to communicate. You know what I mean? You have to have strong communication on the ice and strong chemistry and strong skills. We've got a deep group on the blue line. A lot of guys back from last year. We all like each other, good friends off the ice and it goes a long way. We'll get to know the new guys here, integrate them here. They are going to try different partners out and see what, see what it works, and move on from there. Okay. Uh, with plenty of new faces, training camp also presents a time to bond and get to know each other off the ice. Uh, apparently, these guys are in a fantasy football league together, and I think that's hysterical. Um, it's It truly reminds you that these are, like, it's just, like, an office. And this is the blue lines, like, Thing. I don't know. I feel like every office just kind of goes in on fantasy football. They have the football squares for the Super Bowl and things like that. So, like, they're still guys, you know, still humans. Uh, It's easy to bond and go out to. Okay, wait. I skipped a line. Um, And they're bonding with fantasy football. Week one, I killed him, referring to Uyghur, Tanivla. But I lost. But I lost last week, so I'll have to get off my high horse. I think that's funny because before you're even working together, you know that um, <laughs> you're know you you're winning. You're, you're already winning fantasy football. I love it. It's easy to go out and bond or go out for dinner. It's easy to bond, go out for dinner or lunch to get to know the guys. When I came here, the guys did that for me. It's hard going to a new team, especially going from Florida to Calgary. It's going to be a transition. A lot of things are going to be different. But as a group, we welcome new guys as much as we can and make them feel comfortable. That's such a nice environment. Like I understand that, you know, a lot of these guys do move a lot and you know, especially those depth players, but I think it's important to have a welcoming environment and know that you know you're not alone in this because i cannot imagine moving from one of the warmest places in the country to um canada freezing cold alberta where um you don't (laughs) you might have to have a heated driveway you don't have to worry about that in florida but i think it's just great to see them bonding And if you aren't comfortable, it's hard to go out on the ice and perform your best. And I think that's a great quote to wrap up the article because it's true. You, there's definitely players you can tell that don't look comfortable on the ice and not like, not with the Flames necessarily, but there's definitely times where, you know, a young guy comes up from the AHL and you're just like, oh, that is a lost puppy. That is a lost puppy. But Coming up next, we're going to talk uh, just kind of more about my thoughts on where this team is at as a group and what they have to prove. And thank you all for tuning into Locked on Flames. Remember to subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. I really think that this is a good group. And I think that there's this kind of unspoken not rule, but kind of a a narrative maybe of, you know, okay, we lost 200 point players and now we have to like show that Calgary is the place to be their contenders. And they do have a lot to prove. I think that some people may be overestimating the Flames, but I also think that there are plenty of people underestimating them saying like, oh, well, you know, they're without uh, the playmaker, they're without um, the past, they're, you know, they're without a heartbeat of the team, and I don't think that's true. I think we're going to see people uh, step up into those roles and really flourish in them. I think we're going to see another great season for Mangiapane. We're going to see Coleman, you know, now that he's settled after that first year, I think really find the back of the net a lot more. And there's so many things to look forward to. And I don't want to say that they have a chip on their shoulder either, because I feel like that has such a negative connotation, but they definitely, yeah, no, it's probably a chip on their shoulder because, you know, you have one guy who says, oh, I don't want to be in Calgary. Calgary is never part of my long-term plan. And then you have a guy leave at the 11th hour and it's, It's frustrating. I I can't even imagine. Like, as a fan, it's so upsetting to see Matthew, not upsetting, but it's disappointing to see Matthew Kachuk say things like, oh, well, now there's another sports team in town. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But also, I get it because I also live in the middle of nowhere with really not much going on. And like, it's very understimulating for my brain and my happiness but like I don't know it it just it, it rubs me the wrong way and you know I don't think Goudreau has anything negative to say about Calgary uh you know he loved it here Meredith and him loved it here so you know it is what it is you have to move on from it but this new group is just I think that this is this is the group that's gonna take it deep now that doesn't mean that's going to be this year but I do have a feeling this team the longer that they stay together and the stronger that they build their you know their chemistry their communication uh it's a very talented group and I think you know as the big contracts come off the book you know with Lucic and well he's really the only big contract left because they traded Sean Monahan but I think that they'll be able to finagle players and bring in more than what they have and what they're getting for right now. I think it's so important to remember that it is the start of camp. The season has not started. The regular season has not started yet. We are still very early in this and it's going to be okay. (laughs) Like this team is special. I I have a really good feeling about it. And maybe it's just like the hungover emotions from last year's group. But I do think that this is a talented team that's going to go far and has plenty to prove. And that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Flames with special weekend edition here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Probably be back tomorrow to preview the uh, game against, I believe it's the Canucks. So we'll see how that goes, and I will catch you all later. Bye bye.